In many ways, Ambridge served as the border between the Northeast and the Midwest, and always displayed a wild attitude. Men gambled away wives. Children operated bars. Fortune seekers stopped for the night before heading into the vast Midlands. Sewickley, its affluent neighbor to the east, turns up its tweedy collars against the winds off the plains and reverently faces New England. Just to the west, beyond Ambridge, life flattens and spreads out. Prosperity allowed my grandparents and parents to remain in town with every expectation that succeeding generations would do the same. But my generation's economic prospects fell away at the same time all Americans became more mobile. And ours was a restless generation to begin with. Between 1975 and 1995, half of the baby boomers left hometowns in a swath of geography that runs roughly from Troy, New York, south to Baltimore, west to St. Louis, and north to Duluth. When heavy industry began to collapse in the late 1970s, boomers were between 15 and 35 years old, either in the workforce or about to be. The steel industry alone lost nearly 300,000 jobs in the blink of an eye, setting off a widespread exodus, one that equaled the largest internal migration in U.S. history. Ironically, roughly 6 million African Americans fled into the North when the Industrial Revolution began, and the same number of industrial workers moved out when the era ended a hundred years later. But the Great Migration North took 50 years to unfold, whereas the emptying of the Rust Belt took place within two decades. Crash and all, most of my family still lives around Pittsburgh and has watched it rise from the ashes. One upside of relying on a single industry meant that the speed with which it fell affected the speed of its recovery. Pittsburgh hit bottom hard and has bounced back more quickly than similar cities. In the 1990s, the county surrounding Pittsburgh had the second oldest population in the U.S., just behind Palm Beach, and its schools, social welfare, and health systems were forced to innovate. They have, breaking new ground in urban education and devising community medical systems that keep elders near home. Like tempered steel, the locals have been made sharper and stronger through extreme stress. Those who have moved away often describe feeling a push and pull with their hometowns, acknowledging a gravity that keeps them in orbit around their roots. The relationship thrives at a distance, explaining why there are Pittsburgh Steeler bars from Vancouver to Miami and Belfast to Shanghai. They serve as embassies and surrogates for members of what demographer James Russell calls the Berg Diaspora and are the natural result of mass immigration, as well as a reminder of how the globalization of an industry can lead to the global pollination of a culture. Sons and daughters lucky enough to feel attached to a distinct hometown know it works its way under our skin and into our being. Pluck a hair out of my corpse a hundred years from now, and DNA evidence will show that I grew up in Ambridge, one place on earth, 
starting in 1955. Biologically, I am tied to it. But that's just the beginning. Nearly all of the following essays and stories are set in Ambridge and Pittsburgh. But every American settlement has seen waves of immigrants. Those waves often come and go without us recognizing their singularity, their influence, and the pattern they follow. I have written these essays to acknowledge the six million boomers who moved away from Milwaukee and Youngstown and Scranton and all the places in between, and in appreciation for the six million who stayed home and supplied the gravity, took care of the parents, the towns, and each other.